With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We often think that trauma is something that happens to us in the world around us. But trauma is truly a person's emotional response to some kind of distressing experience. There are very few people that go through life without experiencing trauma and the likelihood that the modern person that we are today has not been through trauma is basically unheard of. Unlike ordinary hardships, traumatic events can be sudden, they can be unpredictable, they can involve a serious threat to our lives, and they can feel completely outside of our control. Most importantly, events that are traumatic may undermine a person's sense of safety in the world, where we become anxious and nervous that catastrophe could strike at any time. So what do we do? In a world that's been riddled with stress, how do we build resilience? How do we understand that we do have power over our emotional responses to the things that happen around us? It's not simply about living in harmony. It's a set of skills that allow you to craft your mindfulness, your breath work, your own internal stress management, and help you to stay healthy and happy for a very, very long time. Today, my guest Hithu Jugeser and I talk about how traumatic events cause deep-rooted problems within our cells and how we can unwind that trauma and return to our core human values of love and of compassion and of gentleness and of peacefulness, the people that we were truly intended to be, not the monkey mind that we have become. This is The Lindsay Elmore Show. Welcome to The Lindsay Elmore Show, a podcast for people who deserve to be healthy with honest, open, and enlightening conversations with doctors, thought leaders, creatives, and spiritual gurus You'll walk away with simple and tangible tips and tricks that allow you to live your healthiest life so you can pursue your dreams, overcome obstacles, and leave your mark. Dr. Hitheshini Jugesar is a rare combination of a committed scientist, social activist, teacher of yoga and meditation, and is the president 
of the Art of Living Foundation in Canada. Early on in her profession, she chose to abandon comfort and prestige to dedicate herself to humanitarian service with an aim of bringing comfort, solace, and healing to those in need. With her PhD in surgical research from McGill University and a keen interest in meditation and yoga, she pursued an interest in alternative forms of healing. Hitashini was particularly drawn to the powerful techniques offered by the art of living. She has since become an internationally acclaimed teacher for the Art of Living Foundation. Dr. Hitu Chugesar, welcome to the Lindsay Elmore Show. Thank you, Lindsay. I'm so excited to be here with you. When I first read your bio, I was so profoundly inspired because one of my previous guests said the best career advice that he ever got was to add more careers instead of changing careers. And I feel like you exemplify that because you have this background in science, but yet you're also a social activist and you also are are just bold. You're brave in the work that you're willing to do. So start us out and talk to us about what is the connection between our breath our mental health, and the ability to recover from trauma? So there's a very, very intimate connection between the way we breathe, the rhythms in our breath, and our state of mind or emotion. And there's science that backs it up, you know, when, you know, research that shows that uh, when you take a group of people, show them certain images, and it invokes certain emotions and you observe the breathing patterns, you will see that there's a corresponding breathing pattern to spe specific to certain e emotions that come up. Uh, so when we look at this connection and we know this, right, from our own experience, when we're angry, we breathe in a particular pattern. It's very really sharp, it's very interrupted, fast. When we are sad, the breathing becomes very heavy more emphasis on the exhalation. And when we're anxious or fearful, it's really, really shallow. Yeah. And when we're happy, it's long and deep. There's more emphasis on the inhalation at the time. So for every uh, emotion, there is a corresponding rhythm in the breath. And so in order to attend to our emotions or to dissolve negative emotions, which come up, especially during trauma, one of the examples there, we need to attend to the breath to dissolve these emotions because we can't handle the mind at the level of the mind. It's not tangible. Oh, I love that. We can't handle the mind at the level of the mind. I've never heard breath work described in this way where each emotion has its own specific pattern. But then to hear you say it so eloquently, it absolutely makes sense. And so I... Talk to us about how do we find that moment of pause? You know, how do we stop having this anxious, shallow breathing or this angry ex exhaling breathing and return back to normal? And why is it so important for our mind? So this is, this is it, right? Neither 
in school nor at home has anyone ever taught us how to handle our own mind how to handle our own emotions we learn so many skills in life but we haven't mastered our own mind so here is when we need to learn under under the guidance of a proper instructor a trained instructor on how to use specific breathing techniques that impact our nervous system in different ways and then use them to 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 handle ourselves and live life more and more in the present moment a happier life a more optimal fulfilling life these are skills that need to be acquired we need to learn these and that's what we do that's what i do so talk to us about where people start where do people start if they've never started with with breath work and perhaps they don't have a skilled clinician like you who is able to guide them? What are some basics? Basics is be, paying attention to just become an, an observer. You see, when you're experiencing certain emotions, it's very easy to get caught up in them, right? Because they're so strong. They're so overpowering. So if you can step back a little bit, this is not so easy to do. This is why a tool is required, like the breath. So you can step back and observe where the sensation is, where the emotion is, where the tightness is, and then observe what's happening to your breathing at that time. But then you need to have ways in which to to dissolve those things. And this is where I say that that tangible tool needs to be learned. And when once you've learned these skills, then a few minutes a day of practice can carry the effect throughout your day. So you don't get rattled so easily. You don't become so irritable, you know, because your, your nervous system is operating on a more, you know, you've heard of the fight flight versus rest and digest. So your parasympathetic system is more activated and you're operating in a more relaxed, but centered and alert state of mind. Mm -hmm. This is a skill that you need to learn and it takes just a few minutes. You know, we teach certain techniques, one very specific breathing techniques, um, technique that we teach is called the Sudarshan Kriya or the acronym for it is the SKY breath meditation technique and this can be learned in a, in a few hours and then you practice daily so I've been practicing now for over 22 years I do it every day and I notice I, I do notice the quality of of my life how it is now compared to what it was you know when I back then when I didn't know about this and mm-hmm. had, had not learned so it does allow you to decompress and it creates like a shield if you like for lack of a better expression you know so the stress doesn't penetrate you and even if it does penetrate you the impression of it doesn't last long Mm -hmm. see a traumatic event can cause a very deep impression in the memory of the cells Mm -hmm. and these can come up you know during the course of your life in, and manifest in different ways, even physical conditions, you know, illnesses. So then they become very deep rooted and this is why we need to have the ways, the skills to, to alleviate them, to remove them from the cellular level so that we are rejuvenated, renewed, and those impressions don't stick. 
There are so many brilliant things that you just mentioned there. You know, we have talked on the show with Dr. Carrie Cipino about the importance of shifting from these frantic alpha brain waves to the more relaxed beta brain waves, which you alluded to. We have talked with Dr. Sarah Gottfried about the impact of adverse childhood experiences on our overall health and wellness outcomes 50, 60, 70 years down the line. And we've also on this show gone through how to do Samavriti breathing as well as Nadi Shodana. And so the sky breathing, you know, you can you give us just a little bit of it, knowing that the audience has a little bit of familiarity about extending the exhales and really having intentional breath work through the nose. So sky breathing actually has to be learned over a course of a few days, few hours. So I can't really demo it here. Sure. It's a rhythmic breathing that realigns your biorhythms, mm. realigns the natural rhythms that you, you have. See, each one of us uh, as, as human beings, we have seven levels to our existence. We're not just this physical body. Right? We, have the, we, have, we have a body, we have the breath, and then if you go more subtle, then there's the mind, the intellect, the memory, the ego, and then the spirit or the self. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So each of these layers works in a particular rhythm. Mm -hmm. And when the system is stressed, each of these layers are out of sync. And mm -hmm. that's when there's discord there, that's how you experience stress and unhappiness and illness and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So Sudarshan Kriya or Sky reharmonizes the whole system, mm -hmm. and brings that balance back, and then it goes and removes through through the breathing processes. It eliminates these stresses that are stored in the memory of the cells. They can be physical. They can be emotional also. Mm -hmm. right? They evacuated through the breath, through the breath. So people experience different sensations. They may experience things coming up, but at the end, they feel very relaxed, very energized, very calm, and much much lighter than than when what they were when they came into the workshop. Absolutely. I mean, it sounds very similar to, you know, the yogic understandings of not only the chakra system, which we've talked about a lot but then the energy channels that kind of interweave between them. And then what you were saying about the shielding reminds me of the koshas, the kind of the layers of energy that surround us that we can build and build that ability to either, to either live in, okay, I'm just in my physical body. I'm barely making it through the day. Okay, I'm going to move into my breath body, or then we can just choose to be like, oh, I'm in my emotional body, or I'm in my head, or and but then what we're really aiming to do is get into that more blissful, balanced state, as as you mentioned. But the thing, though, Lindsay, is that all these layers are operating at the same time. Absolutely. So the key is to increase our energy, vital force, vital energy, or what in, in yogic terms is known as prana. Mm -hmm. Energy. If people, if there are listeners who have done martial arts, they will be familiar with the term chi, same thing. So when we, we the prana level starts to deplete, starts to go down in our system, we feel 
tired, negative emotions come up, doubts creep up, we feel anxiety, um, restless, um, illnesses also. And when prana level is high, then we feel optimal, we are happy, mind is clear, intellect is sharp, you're focused, alert. Children are very good examples. They have, they operate on high prana. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're so much in the present moment. Mm-hmm. Things don't stick to them for very long. If they do, they're able to shake it off and then they're back in, you know, with the now, here, now, here, now. Mm-hmm. As adults, we have forgotten that that tendency is is sort of diminished over time we get stuck in the past or we are anxious about the future and when that can give rise to different sorts of emotions negative emotions very often when we are stuck so how to train the mind to bring it into the present moment and this is where the breath plays a key role because the breath is in the present moment mhm absolutely it's it's so right now and it's it's interesting that we have ingrained into our language this concept of shaking it off because small children when they go through trauma literally shake it off they li- they literally will have what can look like convulsions but it's not a seizure because they're conscious and but they're just shaking they're they're discharging all of that excess sympathetic energy but we as adults don't ever take any time to just shake and like shake off things it's not easy to shake that's what i said earlier it's very hard to control the mind at the level of the mind because as adults we've grown to accumulate accumulate words impressions images thoughts you know the mind is not free children are more free and that's why they're more in the present moment yeah. and that's why older we get more we need to attend to ourselves and acquire skills to live more s- simply with freedom and ease and and ha- be happy mhm absolutely you know my listeners they know that i um I I love true crime. And the other day I was listening to a true crime podcast and I turned it off and I was like, I don't need to hear any more of this. I don't need to hear. It was, it was one of those moments where what they were describing was so horrific that I was like, no other human being ever needs to hear that this ever has happened to anyone ever. And so I started uh, yesterday. I was like, I'm doing a detox. No more, no more. And we'll see how long I'm like, I'm going to give it at least a month. And maybe it'll be basically forever. Maybe it'll be one of those things where it's like we don't have to bombard ourselves with these traumatic energies and these traumatic images, as you mentioned, because it causes deep-rooted impressions into our cellular DNA. And I do want to go back because I, I often think sometimes that when people start hearing about koshas and chi and prana that it that it seems very like scary and very like oh no this is not this is not something I've ever heard of but we also have these exact same expressions in Judeo-Christian traditions all over the Bible it talks about God 
breathing and God speaking. And it talks about how all scripture is the breath of God. And so we do have this same language. So listeners, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know what a kosha is. I don't know what a chakra is. Just lean on your own traditions because you do have this understanding that when you focus on the breath and the light, then you have a better chance of being able to control the mind versus focusing on the negative. So right now, it's a really tough time. And and I, I don't know that there's ever been a not tough time in human history because it's always been a tough time, but it always seems worse when I'm going through it, right? And I feel like everybody is kind of getting to the point where we're like, okay, pandemic's coming to a close. We did a good job. And at the time of recording this, it's March the 2nd. And Ukraine is on every single place in the news. Um, And I wonder, before we get to the rest of my interview, let's take a break for a word from our sponsors. Eaton Hemp is a farmer-owned hemp company located in upstate New York, and they focus on using all of the powerful benefits of hemp to create superfood products. They offer delicious and nutritious farm-to-table certified USDA organic hemp food products, including toasted hemp seeds and hemp hearts, and they have these amazing tasty hemp balls that are going to be your new addiction. You can add their tasty hemp products to just about anything from smoothies, salads, or your favorite healthy recipe. Not only do they boost the flavor, but they add a punch of protein and fiber as well as an omega-3 fatty acid boost and are loaded with micronutrients like magnesium, zinc, and iron. They are considered to be the nature's most nutrient-dense superfood. As a special offer for our podcast listeners, you can save 25% on all Eaton Hemp products and still get a full money-back guarantee. Head over to www.eatonhemp.com slash Lindsay Elmore show to save 25% on all of your new favorite snacks. That's www.eatonhemp.com slash Lindsay Elmore show. Please be sure to shop the code provided so that Eaton Hemp knows that the show sent you to them. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, let's get back to the show. How do you teach people, given the fact that trauma is now a universal experience? There is not one single person who has not experienced trauma in their lives. 
and to a very, very large extent on a population level, unlike anything Earth has ever seen, we have all shared one collective trauma that has proven to be a very divisive thing. So in this current situation where there's still tension and now we're seeing tragic images of war across across the world, um, especially images of war enacted on civilians. Um, how on earth do we build resilience to stress? You come back to the basics. Again, come back to the breath, right? So elevating uplifting ourselves, learning again how to uplift ourselves, how to dissolve negative emotions, how to bring the mind back into the present moment. You know, you come back to the basics. You know, the human, you know, we were all born with human values. You know, when I talk about human values, talking about love, compassion, caring, kindness, all these things, right? Again, children are very good examples. When you look at children, they exhibit those things. They express that day to day. What has happened is because we've accumulated stresses, now the human values don't express. I mean, look at our own life, right? When we don't feel good, we're bogged down with stresses, we're irritated with somebody, or we're upset about something then we find it harder to express a loving, kind nature to our, of ourselves. Isn't it so? It's mm -hmm. obvious because the mind is so cluttered. Mm -hmm. So coming back, how do, how do we allow those human values to blossom in our lives is again coming back to the very basics. Get rid of the garbage. Mental hygiene is the... Is the, is the the thing that is required today. You know, we take, a, a, we, we put so much effort, attention on the physical and we physical hygiene, we, we put makeup, we dress ourselves, we want to look beautiful, but we have neglected our own minds. Oh. That, that can shift, you know, when we start to uplift ourselves, uplift communities around, around us, allow people, give people tools to live happier lives, more fulfilling lives, then the collective consciousness changes, right? And you start to ex express human values in a more effortless manner mm -hmm. because the mind is not so cluttered. And mm -hmm. you see, the, you see the, the oneness, the belongingness with the other, mm -hmm. you know? Right now, when the mind is stressed, then you will see prejudices, um, you know, expressing themselves in society, all kinds of prejudices, racial, ethnic, linguistic, all kinds of things, because the mind, there's division in the mind. Mm -hmm. So you, it's always coming back to the basics, living simple lives, full of joy, full of love, stress-free, and learning how to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, it so reminds me of my conversation with uh, Prem Rawat about just, it's just, just stay right here. Just stay right here. This is the only place you are. This is the only place that you are. And I heard someone say one time that the definition of stress is, Eckhart Tolle said this, the definition of stress is wanting the present moment to be something that it is not. If we just simply go, well, the present moment is as it is, then 
we become at peace at peace with it a little bit more. And I was listening to the the Mind Body Green podcast the other day, and I I heard an interview with Dr. Daniel Amen, and he was telling a story about one of his patients who finally understood that the brain is an organ like any organ system. And so you can either take care of your heart and take care of your lungs as well as you take care of your brain or you can devalue it. And what I hear you saying is that you also have to focus on your mind because your mind is not your brain. Your mind is your, what's your, just talk to mind us. What is the field of energy? Mm-hmm. The field of energy, right? And it's not just in your head or in your body, but actually you exist in this field of energy. It's all around you, right? So when you're feeling happy, elevated, uplifted, there's an expansion. There's a feeling of expansion, That's because the mind, the consciousness, these are all functions of the consciousness. It's in an expanded state. Mm -hmm. When you're feeling unhappy, traumatized, miserable, sad, unwell, then there's a shrinking of the the mind. Mm -hmm. There's tightness there. So it's really important to take care of this. this, It's vital to life. It's Mm -hmm. vital to living harmoniously with one another and with oneself as well your whole life you know this the outer circumstances can change will change and it's ever changing you know situations come and go Mm -hmm. ups and downs in lives but how you navigate through the ups and downs is totally up to you and it's a skill that needs to be learned yes you don't get rattled by the situations in your environment what's going on around you Mm -hmm. and that is where you know in simple terms, that is yoga. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is yoga. I mean, yoga is to yoke. It's to yoke and have union with yourself, with your breath, with your physical body, with your mind, and then extend it to enhance these core human values that you mentioned. Action, skill mm-hmm. in action. Mm-hmm. Put it in a very simple way, right? The situations, events, everything are, are happening around you. You can't very often we don't have any control, you know, the pandemic came, you know, okay, so this has happened now, how do I live in this, move through this with resilience, with strength, with centeredness, without allowing it to shake me from inside? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's as Ryan Holiday always says, you you cannot control your situation, only your reaction to it. That's all you have control over. Your response, your response. Yeah. You mentioned the self um, and and how we can craft a better relationship with ourselves. You know, self-care gets like this buzzword, like, you know, cover of Cosmo, like get a mani-pedi, homie. Um, But what is true self-care? And how do you teach yourself as well as others to care for themselves? See, for me, my day doesn't start without my practices. It will include, include all the, the breath work, the Sudarshan Kriya meditation, some as, yoga asanas, you know, that I, I don't compromise on that. This is how my day starts. And that for me is self-care for me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you're attending to the physical aspect, you're t- attending to the mind and emotions as well. Mm-hmm. And you're wiping the slate clean to start the day. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
Self-care, you know, ultimately is maintaining your energy. I mentioned the word prana earlier, energy level high so that you're able to deal with the challenges that life poses in a much more effective, efficient way with centeredness, with calmness and with clarity. Mm -hmm. Make decisions, more intuitive abilities as well. Mm. So if the mind, again, if the mind is clogged, if it's cluttered with thoughts and negativity, then those things don't express themselves. You know, you will react in a situation rather than responding in a situation mm. because you'll be caught up in the emotions. I, I love that distinction. Talk to us more about the difference between reaction and response. In reaction, you're lost in the emotion. You're caught up and very often you will regret what you do or what you say. And when you're responding, you're coming from a space where you're centered, you're calm, collected, feeling in control. And, what, and whatever you do from that space will be much more beneficial. And mm -hmm. that requires, again, clarity of mind, you know, an uplifted state of mind, an uplifted consciousness mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. rather than to react. Absolutely. And we have this hard trained in our language as well. We call it flipping out. When you flip from like that prefrontal cortex and that executive function into your more ancient limbic system, you're literally flipping into your emotional self instead of your cognitive and your rational self. And the monkey mind lives in that that ancient limbic system that wants to make you convinced that everything is a panic. But also to tapping into your intuition. Mm. Right. So that is a is another layer or an area of our development that we haven't really developed. <laughs> right. We we you know what we call the gut feeling. So mm. that can be can 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 show up more and more in our lives our our ability to be more intuitive and make the right decisions in that moment when the mind becomes still mm. right when there are so many thoughts in the mind so many electrical impulses then you don't get the right thought at the right time as required because mm. there's so much noise Right. And so this, again, for this meditation, breath work, Sudarshan Kriya, all are essential to develop your intuition. Mm, I love that because I, I'm such a huge fan of like nurturing your microbiome and allowing what we not only like take from supplements, but what we really truly get from food, what we really truly get from soil, what we get as far as our microbiome diversity from other human beings, as well as what we get and put back into the greater world around us. And so it's a beautiful addition to the plan for how do we ultimately craft stillness in our, in our lives to say, well, if you're listening to the chatter in your mind, you're not listening to the, the real driving instinct because ultimately our gut is where we make decisions. We think we make them in our brain, but most things are bought based on gut feeling. And how many times have we looked back and said, I should have trusted my gut? Yeah. 
because it's clouded by all the ch noise in the, in the mind, the chatter. You've done work with the Art of Living Foundation. Give us an introduction to the founder of the foundation, as well as the work that the organization does. So the founder of Art of Living is a very well-known spiritual master called Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. He's a global humanitarian peace builder. Um, and uh, the foundation was con conceived in, in, back in 1981-82. We've been around for 40 years and we are global. We're present in over 155 countries today and uh, caring for people, uplifting communities, uplifting societies through the various projects that we do. It can be frontline services, it can be um, projects related to the environmental sustainability, uh, it can be um, employment or vocational trainings in, in part, certain parts of the world. But the focus or the, the sort of uh, underlying everything that we do are these workshops where we teach Sudarshan Kriya, meditation, um, and more advanced level programs to allow individuals and communities to thrive, to be happier, to be uplifted, to be healthier, mm. right? Through the, the tools that we, we deliver, that we teach them. And this we do across the board and all the countries, all sectors of the population, right from children going to the corporate level to you know, trauma relief programs in areas affected by natural disasters, wars, man-made calamities. Basically everything that afflicts the human, the human race. Um, and so one of the things that I, I really like about about your program and doing some research is there's a lot of Ayurveda in it. And we have not talked a lot about Ayurveda. Like I've, I've dropped a tiny bit of knowledge on our audience about just, I love Ayurveda because it gives human beings permission to not all be the same shape and size. Like we are literally built with different constitutions that not only govern our body shape and size, but our personality and we kind of hear our personality, our habits. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our goods and our bads are everything. So you talk a little bit about incorporating Ayurveda into more of a daily life. And so give us just a little bit about how you approach Ayurveda and why you think that it's so beneficial as an addition to the self-care, the meditation, the breath work that we've already covered. Ayurveda is a science of life. That's what it literally translates as science of life. So once you have a little bit of understanding or you've, you've been exposed to it, you've learned certain things about it, then incorporating into your day-to-day -day life, you know what's good for you to eat, you know, for me, like for my body type, avoiding sweet things, too much sugar, too many fried things is more beneficial. If I indulge too much on those sides, I will notice, I will reap the, the consequences of it very quickly. So you, you start to live a more healthy life, a more balanced lifestyle, and with more conscious uh, approach to 
uh, your habits, what you not just what you eat, but also exercise, your activity level, um, anything. You know, it, it crosses the board. So it gives you a, a richer, more holistic approach to yourself, mm-hmm. to your own well-being. Mm-hmm. Right? So that you don't end up falling sick. Yes. You don't want to get to the point where you fall sick and then you have to seek care for that. So it has a more preventative approach as well. As all of the ancient medicines do. I mean, Ayurveda is the most ancient of medicines with Chinese medicine, you know, some odd years after that. But it's interesting to hear you say, like, I've got to avoid the sweets and I've got to avoid the fried foods. And I'm like, I got to avoid the spicy foods, the alcohol, the coffee, the like excessive amounts of caffeine, because I'm already built to go, 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 go. And to have so much digestive fire that if you overfeed it, then you fall out of balance. Um, you get upset, you get irritated. Mm-hmm. You get insomnia. Yeah. So it's it ties very, Ayurveda and yoga are very, they're sisters, sister sciences, right? So they tie very well together. Mm-hmm. Very complementary in their, in their approach to wellness, to health. Mm, absolutely. So talk to us a little bit more about um, where people can find out more about the work that you do. And, and really, I, I think a lot of people may have listened to this interview and go, maybe I don't need the the Art of Living Foundation because I haven't been through war, I haven't been through major trauma, I haven't been through whatever. But we all experience small amounts of trauma throughout our entire life and so who you know this is not just we don't teach this just in places to people who have had trauma and war not at all this is for every human being if you want to live a conscious life if you want to be happy and more balanced more uh, to live to your fullest potential which you don't even know you know then seek seek us you know we're here we come and experience the workshops and see how transformative it is Mm -hmm. i said it it crosses the board it is not just for people who have gone through trauma it's for a day-to-day experience you know how can you live life with more awareness more in the present moment Mm -hmm. you know more joyfully ask yourself am i really happy or am i really fulfilled you know and what is it that's driving me? Who am I? What is my life, my existence about? Once you start asking these questions, you go a little bit deeper. You know, all the superficial things start to fall off and you start to look for a more, more meaning to life. Yeah. Yeah, you start looking for more peace and more love and more more kindness and gentleness. You start- more yeah. connection. Absolutely. Absolutely. More connection because we all are very intimately connected to one another. And we, you know, this whole thing of like, we're in this together. It became like this almost really odd rallying cry because we really truly are all in this together. And I I remember when people started just like shouting it from the rooftops, I was like, yeah, we are all in this together. It doesn't have to be this like call to like bring the division together. Just like Let's just get down to that understanding of we are truly codependent on one another as not just a species, 
But as a member of planet Earth, we're all connected. Everything. Connected. Mm. What you what you what you grow in the soil and you're going to harvest and put in your body is going to affect your body. Mm -hmm. You know, what you throw as pollutants into the water, into the atmosphere, into the into the soil, that's going to affect you. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, it's all cyclical, it's all connected. Even our minds are connected. Our consciousness is just the one. It's the one consciousness. Yeah. You know, like you can call it like floating shells on in the ocean. You know, mm -hmm. It's the same ocean, little bubbles, little shells floating in there, but it's the same ocean that connects. We breathe the same air, we you know, we live under the same sun. Mm -hmm. So once that realization can come again when you're stress-free. Absolutely. Then you feel belongingness with everybody, everything around you. Yes. Then you will not be violent. You will not hurt, harm somebody. You will not hurt somebody intentionally mm -hmm. because you feel one. You are one. Yes. You, know, this, you are part of me. I'm part of you. Absolutely. And I can't recall off the top of my head, and as a as a pharmacist, maybe it's argon atoms that just last millennia, and we just keep breathing them out and circling them among us. And I I I I, I heard this one time, and I just thought that is honestly an extraordinary piece of of human existence that we don't even think about. That atoms in our atmosphere have literally traveled this earth billions and billions of times and you may be breathing in argon right now that albert einstein inhaled or that you know mother Teresa or whoever you look up to and so just realizing that almost in the same way that i have those profound realizations that like okay i'm supposed to be all grown up now but on the inside like i'm still three years old and still six years old and still 10 years old the earth is however old the earth is, but it's also one day old and 10 days old and a hundred days old and a millennia old. Like it is still a very ancient system that we're a part of. And it's beautiful the more that we can see that everything is connected. So listeners, please go and check out Hithu's work at www.artofliving.org. Uh, Dr. Hitu Jagesar, thank you so much for coming in and being a guest today on The Lindsay Elmore Show. Thank you, Lindsay. I get it. You want to be healthy, but you're done with temporary solutions and fad diets and crazy exercise programs. You don't know where to find good, reliable health education or even what wellness options are out there. And goodness knows there's not enough time in the day to get to the gym, cook healthily, and do all of the things. That's why I created Wellness Made Simple. It's a place where you can learn practical skills that you need to build a healthy lifestyle. On-demand courses help you to find healthcare practices that work for you because there is not one simple way to be healthy. All you have to do is head to wellnessmadesimple.us and get access to on-demand content, more than 85 videos, 
more than 11 hours of education, and we are continually adding more content. You then go watch the courses, show up for our live calls so that you can learn the major functions and dysfunctions of the body and understand how to heal yourself. Then you'll implement daily changes that positively transform your health so that you feel better. Because you are a gracious podcast listener, you are being offered a special extension for one week only. You can get one month free in Wellness Made Simple when you shop the code podcast. Head over to wellnessmadesimple.us and shop the code podcast to get one month free to functional medicine education that is simple and easy to understand and genuinely builds wellness. The Lindsay Elmore Show is written and produced by me, Lindsay Elmore. Show segments are produced by Sue Procco and Derek Lugo. Sound design and editing is by Jive Media. Support The Lindsay Elmore Show by heading to lindsayelmore.com slash podcast. Your contribution, no matter how big or how small, helps us to bring the best guests to the interview chair. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Share this and all of your favorite episodes with a friend and on social media. Be sure to tag at Lindsay Elmore Show and help us bring the pod to more people.